from Toronto, Canada. This is the Rockstar Radio Show. Louder than the DJ. I said louder. Louder than the DJ. Only on Rock Antenna. Here's your host, Ben Kowalowicz from Billy Talon. Welcome to Louder Than The DJ. I am your host, Ben Kowalowicz. How are you? Where are you? Regardless of where you are, I hope you're doing well and keeping safe. Now, normally I sing in a rock band called Billy Talent, but for the next couple hours, I will be playing the role of DJ. I'm going to be talking rock and playing tons of music from the Foo Fighters to the Beatsteaks to the Clash to Emigrate and a whole bunch more. I am also beyond thrilled to have the legendary Richard Kroops from Ramstein and Emigrate to be my first guest. We're going to be talking about love and life and the pandemic and how inspiration can come from the past to the present for the future. I highly suggest you stick around and check it out. Now, you may be asking, why am I doing this show? Well, the answer is because I love rock and roll and I love radio. Before the band got signed in the late 90s, early 2000s, I used to work in radio as a producer back here in Toronto at a station called The Edge. And my love for music and the radio has never changed. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, the radio is on. People may say, okay, well, why the heck are you doing it in Germany? Well, it's simple. Because I fucking love Germany, and Germany has had a huge and profound impact on the band and, and as us as individuals. Now, in order to truly understand the depths of our relationship and love for Germany, we need to explore all the ins and outs. This first episode is going to be all about the different bands that we've played with who have helped us out along the way, and all the different people we've met, and all the venues and the festivals we've had the honor of playing, from being the first band on to the last band on, from our first show at the Molotov Club in Hamburg to us headlining Rock'em Ring one year by default because the Red Hot Chili Peppers asked us to go on after them. It's a long and strange journey, and there's lots to unpack, so let's start at the beginning. The year was 2003, and we had been asked to play a festival called the Terremoto Festival. It was our first time ever playing in Germany, and we were so nervous and excited to get there. The festival grounds were on this old abandoned military base or airport ground, and our dressing room were literally bunkers. We were excited because Sum 41 was on the bill, and we had done a whole bunch of shows with them, and at that point, they were a huge band. And we were just hoping to take some notes and, you know, to see some familiar faces. I don't remember much about our show, but I do remember that there were, I don't know, maybe 30 to 50 people in front of the stage. And we went on super early like we did back then, but we played like there was 30,000 people there. And that was the first time we got introduced to the power and the love and the dedication of German fans. That same year, we got to play the Molotov in Hamburg. Wow. That was insane. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Molotov is a small, legendary club in Hamburg, right on the infamous Reeperbahn. There are certain shows that you play that you'll remember for the rest of your life. You know, these benchmark shows in your career. And this was definitely one of those shows for us. I remember getting there and walking in and thinking, holy shit, this place is tiny. But you can feel that there's a history there. You could feel the energy and the blood and the sweat and the tears from the performances from years past. It's kind of the same feeling you get when you play at places like the late great CBGBs in New York City. Anyway, I remember the show being packed and the four of us walking through the beer-spilled, smoke-filled crowd and onto that hot, sweaty stage and we just looked at each other and said, fuck it. 
<laughs> I remember us playing the intro of our first song, How It Goes, off our first record. And when the band kicked in, the place absolutely exploded and didn't stop for the entire show. <laughs> I remember at the end of the show turning around and seeing Ian's guitar smash through the wall. And that's how I knew it was a good show. Rock Antenna, the rock star radio show. Louder than the DJ. Here's your host, Ben Kualowitz from Billy Talent. Welcome back to Louder Than the DJ. How's it going? Hope you're enjoying this uh, trip down memory lane. I remember playing a show somewhere in Germany in the mid-2000s, and a couple of the guys from Die Totenhosen came to see the show. I remember my friend Ole telling me that this was a huge deal because they were the biggest and most respected band in Germany. I remember them being really kind and generous with their words and walking away being blown away about how humble and down-to-earth they were. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't familiar with their music at that time, but that changed in a hurry. In a weird twist of fate, our band has been connected in some ways by The Clash. Aaron, our drummer, suffers from MS, and he throws these charity concerts called FUMS. We've done them in Canada and Germany, and it's always been a great night, and we raise a lot of money for a great cause. We ask other bands to play and get members from the other bands to come up and play with us, and that night we had Burn from the Beatsteaks and Vaughn from Detotenos and come up and play I Fought the Law by The Clash with us. It was a huge honor to have both of them on stage with us. We had never met Vaughn at that point, and he came to this show on his own accord because he heard about Aaron and his cause and wanted to help. That just shows the type of person he is, a true gentleman and not to mention a great hang. The next time we had a moment with them was at the Frequency Festival in Austria in 2013. We were so excited to play the festival because, well, it's just a rad festival, but we were also excited because Die Totenhosen were headlining and we got to watch the show. Earlier on that day, we got asked by their tour manager if we would be interested in playing a cover song with them. We were like, absolutely, what song? And they said, should I stay or should I go by The Clash? Ian and I were floored, both because we loved The Clash, but also because we knew what an honor it was to be asked to get up and play with them. So we went into their dressing room and they welcomed us with open arms. And after, you know, a couple times going through it and a couple laughs, we went out and played it. It was so amazing to be standing on stage with them, let alone to be playing with them. Side note, the last time we actually played in Germany was in October 2018. Die Totenhosen had graciously asked us to open for them in their hometown of Dusseldorf. Two sold-out shows in a fucking football stadium. It was a dream come true for us, and we had such a great time. And ironically, that was the last time that we played in Germany. Rock Antenna, the rock star radio show. Louder than the DJ. Here's your host, Ben Kualowitz from Billy Talent. The one thing about Germany that not a lot of people know about, besides Germans, is that you have the best music festivals in the entire world. Trust me, we have played all over the world multiple times and nowhere comes close to German festivals. Now, there are too many to choose from, but our two favorite festivals to play are the Hurricane Southside Festival and Rock'em Ring, Rock'em Park. But let's start with Hurricane. Our first time playing was in 2004, then in 2008, 2010, and most recently, we got to headline in 2018, which was, I mean, mind-blowing for us. There's a lot of memories to choose from, but one of my favorites 
was with the Foo Fighters. Now, Nirvana was one of our favorite bands growing up, and they had a massive impact on us. And then when Kurt passed away, we were, well, much like everyone, we were devastated. But then a couple years later, the Foo Fighters burst onto the scene, and we all know how that worked out. If there's one person in the biz that I respect, it's Dave Grohl. He is literally the king of rock and roll. We played a festival in Finland the day before we were supposed to be playing Hurricane Southside, and we got to go on before the Foos. Needless to say, this was a dream come true. Now, later that day, we were in our dressing room doing some interviews when our dressing room door burst open, and it was Dave. We share a mutual love and respect for a Canadian photographer named Dustin Rabin. He has shot us for almost 20 years, but he's also done stuff for the Foos and them Crooked Vultures, so Dave came in to say hi. He stayed for about 20 minutes just talking rock and telling stories, and he was as kind and as cool as you would imagine. Cue to the next day where we were playing at Hurricane with them. Now, we had already played, and I was just walking from my dressing room to go take a piss when I hear, Ben, get in here! And it was Dave. He brought me into the Foo Fighters dressing room to do a pre-show shot of whiskey, which I come to realize, I guess, was their thing that they do every night. So I got poured my shot, and I was standing there awkwardly and happened to do my shot before everybody else. Well, Dave saw that, and he got pissed. He made me do two more shots. So there I was doing shots with my idols, now kind of drunk, and all I was trying to do was take a piss. That's what I miss about playing festivals like Hurricane, is the chance that you randomly just might be able to meet one of your heroes. Rock Antenna, the rock star radio show. Louder than the DJ. Here's your host, Ben Kowalowicz from Billy Talent. In 2004, our lives in Germany were changed forever. There was one band back in those early days that took a chance on us and let us open for them across Germany. I think it was only around seven or eight shows in total, but this was a game changer tour for us. We were playing in front of sold out crowds every single night and it was the best feeling in the world. Billy Talon was just starting to kind of pop at that time, and, but in a much, much smaller way. But this band was all everyone was talking about. Everyone was saying that they were blowing up and were going to be the next big band in Germany. That band was the Beatsteaks. We were so nervous to meet them at first because of everyone talking about how big they were going to be, and they were nothing but absolute gentlemen and made us instantly feel comfortable and welcome on their tour. We fell in love with them both as people and as a band. I mean, we would literally stand and watch them side stage every single night and were blown away by how flawless they were and how tight they were and how the crowd would be singing every word at the top of their lungs. We'd go back on our bus every night and listen to their records on full blast and have a dance party. We have nothing but a tremendous amount of love and respect for them and we proudly tell people around the world just how great they are. I quite literally sit in my backyard and get drunk with my friends and listen to them to this day. We have always followed their career closely and are always, you know, blessed when we get the opportunity to see them at a festival. And then although the times have changed and we've lost touch, we'll always hold them in a high regard and we're forever thankful and grateful for what they did for us. Because we wouldn't be where we are without them. Also, on a side note, I can honestly say that I think Arnhem has one of the best voices in rock and roll. It's powerful and strong and bold and raw and commanding, and we share a mutual love for Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, but I see a lot of similarities in their voices. There's a truth and conviction behind it. Ironically, the last time I saw him was in Dusseldorf when we were opening for Die Totenhosen. It was so nice to see him, and we got to catch up a little bit, and he was DJing this after party, so it was just nice to hang out. Anyway, I've always said that a dream of mine was to do a Beatsteaks Billy Talent tour of Germany again. Now that would be fun, huh? 
who knows? Maybe one day. Rock Antenna, the Rockstar Radio Show. Louder than the DJ. Here's your host, Ben Kowalowicz from Billy Talent. Sticking with the theme of Germany having the best festivals, Rock'em Ring and Rock'em Park are infamous. They are known worldwide for having the biggest and craziest crowds. The first time we got to play there was in 2007, and our minds were literally blown. We had never seen that many people in our entire lives. We were nervous, but we also couldn't wait to get on the stage and feel that energy. We had the fortune and the privilege of playing in 2009, 2012, and most recently in 2016. It was the most memorable show of all of the years because of the circumstances that surrounded the show. We got to the festival ground and heard that the day before there was these massive storms and that there was a ton of people that got injured. It was heartbreaking to hear. Safety is always the first thing that you care about at festivals and you never want to hear of anyone getting hurt. You could definitely feel that there was this weight and sadness in the air. That day wasn't looking any better weather-wise and the promoters were telling us all day that they weren't sure if the show was going to happen. We all understood and we said that we would just stay there and see what would transpire. There were mixed reports all day of, yes, we were going to play it, and then, no, you're not going to play it, or, yes, you're going to play it, and, no, you're not going to play it. And it was literally going on like that hour by hour as we were just all trying to pay attention to the weather. At around 10 p.m. that night, the promoter told us that there is going to be a show and that they're going to open the gates. And it was only going to be three bands, the Deftones, Billy Talent, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We could feel that there was a different type of energy in the air, so we weren't really sure how to feel about it, but we knew that we were ready. We were warming up backstage, and then at the last minute, the Chili Peppers tour manager came into our dressing room with the promoter and asked if we would be open to the idea of switching slots with them. So here we are having our idols, a band that literally helped shape us into the band that we are today, asking if we can go on after them and by default, headline Rock'em Ring. I mean, how could we say no? After all the crowd had endured that weekend, they were ready to go off. We gave it everything that we had, and to this day, it's one of the most amazing and special shows we've ever done. From Toronto, Canada, this is the Rockstar Radio Show. Louder than the DJ. I said louder. Louder than the DJ. Only on Rock Antenna. Here's your host, Ben Kowalowicz from Billy Talent. Welcome back to Louder Than The DJ. I am your host, Ben Kowalowicz. How are you? I am beyond thrilled to introduce my first guest on the show. He is none other than the legendary Richard Kroops from Ramstein and Emigrate. We had the most amazing talk it was just refreshing to hear his voice. And I had hung out with Richard probably a couple years back now in Los Angeles when we were shooting the video for the song that he got me to sing on of one of his called One, Two, Three, Four. It was so nice to hear his voice. It was so nice to catch up. And we talked about love and life and the pandemic and how hard it's been for musicians. This is an interesting part where he talks about how even before the pandemic hit, he had a bout where he got dark, but he found inspiration in that. What happened with me was actually I had a little corona situation before the corona hit Germany because I felt 
or I fell down really drastically after the last tour we played. Uh, it never happened with me that I felt like so lost. And I it was like, you know, because I'm a guy, like I'm asking my, myself a lot of questions sure. and why things happen and stuff. So I think one of the things was, it was the first time we played stadium, you know? Yeah. And I think what happened, especially at that tour, that like, you know, if, if, if everyone tells you how great you are, how good you are, how amazing you are, you know, there is a certain kind of chemistry that grows called dopamine, you know? And yeah, sure. so it's, and you get addicted to it. And yeah. all of a sudden, when the thing is over, you feel like, what the fuck? Where is, where is the, where's the support kind of, you know? Yeah. And I felt, I felt uh, really lost. I felt, yeah, sure. I didn't know what to do. I felt like I wasn't in touch with myself. I was like, does music actually is the answer for my next, for, for the rest of my life? I wasn't, I was thinking a lot and I was like really losing it and it was not motivated at all. And for me, for some reason it helped to go into the past. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, because I wasn't motivated to write anything. So for me going back into the past and thinking about what I ever done, especially with my projects. And I found like old songs that I was written in the past helped me to get back into the presence and look into the future. And it was, just, it was such a weird uh, uh, process that I, that I did, but it helped me to get back on, on track, basically. This first song that he released off his upcoming record, The Persistence of Memory, is called Freeze My Mind. And it was actually written about 20 years ago, but he rediscovered it, re-recorded it, and it gave him and the song new life. Rock Antenna, the rock star radio show. Louder than the DJ. Here's your host, Ben Kualowitz from Billy Talent. That was Emigrate with a song called Freeze My Mind. Here Richard talks about how that song came to be and his relationship with Rammstein and how Emigrate was formed. You know, I read that, uh, like your first single, like Freeze My Mind, you wrote that almost 20 years ago, right? Yes. Yeah. That was one of my first answers to the band telling me you're too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There was a time when, you know, when, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know, when the only band that I know like did like a movie about their psychology aspect of a band, it's just so interesting. And maybe one day I will come up with an idea because nobody understands nope. what goes on in a band and what kind of wars and fights we play and how it is and how we have to deal with certain things. People think of like, well, you know, there's some bunch of musicians and everything's going to be fine. They're just like playing live. And yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it, they don't understand how many dark stairs we go up and down and yeah. to become what we are. And I'm not trying to compl uh, complain here. It's just saying that's also part of our work. Yeah. And at that time, I was just like, you know, probably too much and I couldn't see the bigger picture, you know, and mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, oh, what I do is for the band and basically didn't realize that the other guys felt, whoa, you know, maybe we have to do the same amount, but we can. So the whole blame started and then I needed to go away. That's why I went to New York to see the bigger picture. And then I realized, you know, my little outcome doesn't matter. What matters is that the band feels complete and, 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 uh, Everyone feels comfortable in that, you know. I needed to go a long way to realize that. Here's another song off Emma Great's new record, The Persistence of Memory. 
This song's called You Can't Run Away. Rock Antenna, the rock star radio show. Louder than the DJ. Here's your host, Ben Kualowitz from Billy Talent. Here I ask Richard about how he decides and chooses to pick a guest vocalist. Emigrate is kind of known for having different singers be part of different songs. And I'm just curious the process of how he comes to decide which singer fits which song. And really, how he chose me. I noticed that, uh, you know, on, on your previous records, you've obviously had guys like Lemmy and Marilyn Manson and, and Peaches and, and me. And you, yeah. Um, <laughs> and me. And you know, almost the most successful very... song, buddy, I have oh, to was admit. It? Well, there you go. Well, th- well it's because you, yes. you wrote a good song. Yes. Yeah, I just, yes. I just did whatever you told me. So it was, I, I had a blast. You, you were a bit of a, yeah, you were the one, well, buddy. No, no. <laughs> but, like, how is it, like, when you're, like, do you write a song and then think, this needs to have Lemmy on it? Or is it something where once the songs, like you don't write the song with having a vocalist in mind? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Really, Sometimes I obviously start with my own voice. Yeah, sure. And then I realize, ah, that could be better or that could be something else. But for example, you know, when I had the song Hypothetical and I was singing, fuck. Yeah. I was immediately thinking of Manson for somehow, you know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because as a singer, uh, you know, when you get asked to kind of do things, um, like I remember, you know, uh, checking my email and you had asked me and you sent me the song and I was like, holy shit. Like I, I felt it was a, it's, it's a really nice honor, you know, and, and I don't know if I, uh, ever, uh, got to truly say thank you. So thank you for having me part of it. Cause I, I, I had a, I had a blast. Oh, and, uh, I, I was, yeah, it was a fucking absolutely great journey to get to know you guys. Ah, uh, it was cool. And there was like, it was for me the more important thing to get to know each other, like have fun in the video. You and like it was just like wow, wow, cool. Yeah, that that day was just great. And, 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 was and the reason why you got me was your fist. Hey, <laughs> just like oh, okay, did he's in? <laughs> <laughs> you remember the first the beginning of wow. the song? You sing this. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. There's, there it is. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, well, that day was a very special day. And uh, use it more often; it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'll try my best. Little does he know that I use that in just about every Billy Talent song. <laughs> Here's Emigrate with 1234 featuring yours truly. Well, that's it for show one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I just want to say a huge thank you to Rock Antenna for giving me the opportunity and to Richard from Ramstein and Emigrate for being my first guest. I would also like to dedicate this show In the memory of the late, great Dave Bookman, who I worked with in radio back in the early 2000s with. I miss him every day, and I dedicate this show to him. Also, thank you to Ole Kirchhoff for his insights, and to Melanie Morani for lending her talents and voice to the show. And I will see you next month. Until then, take care out there. Technical production by Kenny Luong. Louder Than the DJ with Ben Kualowitz from Billy Talent. Tune in every fourth Friday of the month. On air, online, on fire. Only on Rock Antenna.